Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. As I said, we've been studying up to chapter 9 in the book of Genesis. Today we'll go through chapter 9. Now, we've learned, you know, that Noah was a great servant of God. He, we've already studied that Noah was considered a righteous man, the only one left. He and his family, the only ones left out of the entire population of the earth. They're the only ones who remain righteous in the eyes of God. But even Noah wasn't perfect. We're going to get into that today. Matter of fact, let's let's start in Genesis chapter 9. We'll start reading in verse 1. I'm, I'm going to quickly go down to verse 17. So 1 through 17, and then I'll come back and we'll do the commentary because the last half is where I really want to get into and focus on today. Amen? Verse 1 of chapter Genesis chapter 9. And God blessed Noah and his sons. Now that's an important point that I want you to remember as we go through this study. God blessed Noah and his sons, Ham, Japheth, uh, and Shem. So the blessing is upon Noah and his sons. He said, And God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Now, that's the command to repopulate the earth with the blessing on Noah and his three sons. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth. Now, what that's saying is, the animals had been dependent upon Noah all those, you know, that whole time during the flood on the ark. You know, they were subservient to him. Uh, the wild animals didn't fight each other. They didn't fight Noah. And God said, okay, now that they're going to leave the ark and go forth, he said, I'm going to put the, you're going to be, in their eyes, they're going to be scared of you. Put it like that. So they're not, you know, you, you hear all the time, like a Yellowstone Park, don't feed the bears. They want the bears to be afraid of people and run away, not coming in expecting to get something to eat, and then uh, something bad happens, right? So that's what God's t- doing right here. He says, the fear of you, the dread of you will be upon every beast of the earth, upon every bird of the air, upon all that move upon the earth, upon all the fish of the sea, but into your hand they will be delivered. What does that mean? You have dominion in the earth. Think about this. Noah has dominion. This is the same thing, the same command that God gave Adam and Eve. And now as the new earth is being populated, the same blessing and the same dominion is being given to Noah and to his sons because of the blessing. you got to remember that. Every moving thing that lives shall be meat for you. Okay? You can eat every animal. It does not say here. You can't eat snakes. You can't eat snails. You can't eat worms. You can't eat pigs. All this stuff was still okay for Noah to eat. It, everything. You know, there was no kosher food. Put it like that. You know where you can't have anything that splits the hoof and all that. That was later, way down the line. At this point in time, Noah can eat whatever he wants. And said. Uh, even as the green herb, have I given you all things? You can eat whatever you want, boy. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, you shall not eat. 
In other words, you gotta cook the meat. You're not gonna eat raw meat like animals do. You need to cook your meat, which is a you know a very sanitary, hygiene, uh, you know, health-wise thing. You've gotta cook the meat. Don't eat raw meat. Surely your blood of your lives I will require. At the hand of every beast I will require it. At the hand of man. At the hand of every man's brother I will require the life of a man. That refers back to Hebrews 12.24. And you know, verse 6 here says, Whoever sheds man's blood by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God he made man. Now, here's the hierarchy. You have the plants. You have the animals. You have man. And you have God. The animals eat the plants. Man can eat the plants. Man can eat animals. He has dominion. Noah and his sons have dominion in this earth. But they don't have dominion over each other. Man can kill the plants and eat them. Man can kill the animals and eat them. Man cannot kill another man. Only God has the dominion over man. Only God can say when a person should die. Now, I'm not going to get into the capital punishment theme because we're going to cover that very rapidly, but it's mentioned here. Whoever sheds man's blood, whoever kills another man, by man shall his blood be shed. Because you want to cut the evil out of your society. That's what it's for. If someone kills another person, that evil should be cut out of society. Today we lock them up in prison. Again, I'm not going to get into the capital punishment argument. My belief is you kill another person, you're found guilty of it, your life for theirs. That's biblical. It's not what Bob Thibodeau thinks. It's not what Bob Thibodeau's opinion is. It is what the Bible says. Okay? You know, I've seen uh, an article. Someone... Uh, was trying to get this really popular, um, I believe it was uh, Franklin Graham, but I'm, I'm, don't quote me on that. I can't remember exactly who was they were interviewing. But they asked him you know, about uh, the gay rights, the LGBTQ, XYZ, whatever they're called today. He said, what do you think about that? What's your opinion on that? And his response was perfect. He said, it doesn't matter what I think. I can only tell you what the Bible says. And the Bible says it's an abomination in his eyes. What a great answer. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what I think. It only matters what the Bible says. Amen? And that's what we're talking about here concerning the shedding of man's blood. The shedding of man's blood, man shall be required to shed the blood, kill the other person, cut that evil out of society. Verse 7, And you... Who's he talking to? Noah and his three sons. You, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. Verse 8. And God spoke unto Noah and to his sons. Because who's the blessing on? Noah and his sons. With him saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed, your descendants, who will come after you. We've all descended from one of those three sons. It doesn't matter where you live at in the earth. We have all descended one from one of those three sons. Somehow, some way. Amen? So this is for us as well. 
This is my covenant, God says, with you and with your descendants after you, with every living creature that is with you, of the birds, of the cattle, of the beasts of the earth, with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of the flood. Neither shall there be any more a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the token, this is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters will sh shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and and all flesh upon the earth. What God's saying here, yes, floods still come, floods still devastate portions of the world, but it's not a worldwide, total wipe everything out type of flood. He said, this is a token. Not so much, you know, God says, I will remember it, but also when you're in the middle of a rainstorm, you look up, you see that rainbow, Noah and his descendants after him can remember it. We'll read later on, you know, about how clans, different clans came around and, and they made covenants with each other and they would set up a pillar of rocks. And they said, this will be a sign between you and I and all our descendants after us. And when they see this, they will remember, we will not cross over to you for harm. You won't cross over to us for harm. This is a covenant we made this day. So that generations later, out in the middle of the desert, everything's flat, nothing going on. They see this pile of rocks stacked up. It's just not a pile, you know, but it's actual stacking of rocks, one upon another. That'll stand out. And, you know, some child may ask their father, what's this rock stacked up here? What is this for? And then the father will explain. Back, you know, 200 years ago, we made a covenant with whoever, and, and that's what it's for. That it'd be a continual reminder that a covenant was made right at that spot. That's what this this is what God's saying about the rainbow. Storms may come. Floods may happen. But when you see the rainbow in the sky, that is a sign to you from God saying, remember the covenant, and I will remember the covenant. Amen? Praise God. Now, as I'm going to pause at that, and now we'll, I'll give some commentary on that, then we'll jump into the second half of the, of the, the chapter. You know, God's perfect. People are the ones who do things wrong. God's covenant, his agreement with Noah reminds us about the wrong things we do. It's not like you know God's words to the first people in Genesis 1, you know, 28, 30. God spoke those words before people sinned. But he only promised good things back then. All right? But God made the covenant with Noah after people had sinned. This covenant promised many good things to people. But God also warned 
the people who would be partaking in the covenant. He spoke about murder. He warned people that they would be responsible for their evil behavior. And he warned them that God would punish them for their evil deeds. People would become evil, but not God. God is kind. He promised never again to flood the whole world. And he used the rainbow to remind people about that promise. Amen? Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.